0: Welcome to Tony's Take
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 310. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Offroad Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got a lot of stuff to get into, um... First things first, the uh, weather balloon or so-called weather balloon from China um, over the weekend alerted a lot of military drills. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this on you know, internet or news or whatnot from uh, down south in San Diego, a lot of uh, low-flying helicopters in the city and all sorts of weird stuff. They're doing you know, red alerts or whatnot. Pretty weird.
2: Yeah, I didn't notice any of that stuff. But yeah, I mean, that whole thing was... I don't know. Everyone, everyone's already talked about it. I think it's already
0: like old news, right? Yeah. Well, when did they pop it? Like yesterday, Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I was away. I was in the mountains.
2: So yeah. And again, it was like people keep calling it a balloon. It was like a fucking massive thing. It was it's not, like a zeppelin. It was bigger than that. It was not. They were showing like, here's what a, a float would look like in a parade, and here's this thing, and it's fucking. Where Where did they pop it? Even over the Atlantic, I think.
0: Yeah, it was just outside, like off of Myrtle Beach area, I think. Cool. Maybe, like, Kenny (laughs) Powers popped it. Yeah. Um, But weird. Um, And now, like, I've heard reports that China's mad that we popped it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. China's always probably mad. There's probably, like, different people who are mad. and Some people are happy. You don't want to know too much.
0: No, certainly not. But weird nonetheless. Um Speaking of weird, um, Yellowstone could be ending or could not be ending. Um, a report last I saw last night from Variety said that uh, Kevin Costner ended up only filming about a week's worth of that second half of the season we're waiting on when he was supposed to be out there for about 65 days. However, uh, Paramount, as of this morning, said there is uh, no news to report. All is uh, quiet on the uh, waterfront.
2: Yeah, I and mean, there's some some weird stuff going on with the whole series because um, I had heard they wanted to end Yellowstone, like the regular version, because they have all these spin offs and they're all going to the streaming service. Well, the regular version has to still go to Peacock and they're like, well, we can just end it and then call it Yellowstone 2 or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but if They want Costner-
0: to put Matthew McConaughey in something now?
2: Yeah, so like I said, one idea is Matt McConaughey is ready to to do one of the the spinoff shows, um, but this would be not like one of the nineteen oh two spinoff shows or whatever, but like an actual continuing on with the story of the the main series here. What
0: if it's like Yellowstone, twenty two hundred, yeah. Well, we I mean, could do
2: it. Um, so Amazon had that show Bosch, and then they ended Bosch, but then like six months later. They had season one of Bosch legacy and it was the same cast. And it was just like, well, it's not the same show legally. So like those deals, those contracts don't matter anymore. And it's like it's pretty stupid, but you know, you get around rules that way.
0: What do they call it? Like Yellowstone comma uh, MT. Yellowstone, the new class. Oh, very good. <laughs>
1: the call sorry, the calling them
0: preppy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, how thin is Taylor Sheridan getting stretched with all of these different spin-offs and can you uh, imagine being him where... I read a thing a while ago how he was, like, living in his car at one point, you know, just as a struggling actor, and now I don't know what the hell he's worth, but every script he, you know, is involved, in gets greenlit immediately, it seems like. Yeah, and it just, like... The
2: fact that, like, I mean, McConaughey is not as big as he was ten years ago, but just like, yeah, he's he's waiting in the wings. He's desperate to join this. It's like pretty pretty nice.
0: Yeah, I suppose he could. I mean, I just I'm more used to him being a, a beach hippie kind of guy versus a cowboy. Oh, he's, a te- he's a Texas guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's def-
2: definitely been uh, cowboy before.
1: Yeah, he's always at the Texas Longhorn yeah. games on the yeah. sideline with like a tucked yeah. in white shirt and a yeah, hat yeah. on.
0: Pretty good. I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't doubt that. Um, a lot of people have been un- displeased with uh, how Yellowstone has been going, too. So I don't know. Hopefully, the second half is uh, pretty good when it comes out. And I, th- I thought it was in a couple of months or something. I don't even yeah. remember.
2: I mean, I know Costner wants to move on, off and do his like 10 hour series he was doing. Yeah. Like, the longest Western ever. So,
0: yeah. yeah That's what he cares yeah. about. Passions, you follow him. Uh, Netflix password sharing might be yeah, a lot longer so, than we think.
2: Yeah. So Netflix has been, you know, trying some things out. They have said they're going to, uh, crack down on password sharing. Um, that was always a big part of Netflix was everyone just shared their password and Netflix even encur- encouraged it. Um, but you knew eventually they would start to do something. Um, the reason they, they encouraged it is they wanted as many people on using it. So eventually you just kind of get addicted and then you have to buy it. Um, so now it's they're trying to get to that point. Uh, they put out some proposals for new rules that uh, had a, a huge backlash. So um, I, I don't, you know, think Netflix is wrong to try to crack down here. I think it makes sense to be like, well, we want to actually collect from customers, especially so many people that are sharing passwords are like barely connected. Um, I think Tony's one of these people who has like. Oh, it's someone's.
1: So let me uh, let me actually take that take the wheel from that for a moment. So the house I live with me and my roommate, or we have three roommates, but me and my uh, my buddy of mine that he owns the house. We have all the we have a lot of platforms. So I'll I'll start from the beginning. So we have Netflix. The account we use, the main account we use is through his mom, and then I've got my iPad that has my mom's account that I use. We have HBO Max that <laughs> is. Also his mom's again. And then also they have an Airbnb in Havasu and it's somehow the Wi-Fi's are all connected like with our Wi-Fi and theirs or something like that. So when people, people have gone there and rented the house and they've logged in to their, to the TV with their accounts and they forget to log out. So we still have those accounts. So we're using some other random person's HBO max also. So it's one of those things where we use the Roku remote. We have his we use the regular TV remote. We have his mom's for Disney. Same thing. We have his mom's Disney account, and we have some random person that logged in their Disney account. And then for Peacock, I have Peacock prime because of Carter, <laughs> old friend of the podcast. He used to be on at the very beginning. And then our Hulu account we have from our Romanian roommate. And then my Pornhub account, that's from, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's none of that, but they have, uh, we have all sorts of uh, accounts. So yes, I uh, am one of those people that benefit from a yeah. like, password sharing, if you will. So you can see how a company like 100%. Netflix would be
2: like, hey, even if, even if like one out of eight people who are just using someone else's Netflix converts into a paying customer, that's, that's good for us. Because right now they're getting, they're getting nothing out of you. Um, yeah.
0: And it, I got to say, it takes a village to entertain Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't have a problem with them trying to do this stuff, but the mechanisms that they're trying to to use, I think, are, are potentially a problem. Um, they wanted to tie it to your home network, um, but what if you are a person who travels? What if you are a let's say a professional athlete who is on the road and wants, after a game, they want to just watch their Netflix? They're not at their home network; they are on the road. Um, there's all kinds of people who have jobs that take them. On the road uh, for most of the time. Uh, what about people, rich people who uh, have two homes, and they're, you know, they're okay. Here's our vacation home that we spend four months out of the year, and then eight months out of the year is our normal home. You have to get two accounts for that. There's all these kinds of weird scenarios that. Well, for the rich people, um, I'm sure if that was really the case, yeah, it's not a huge deal, especially yeah, pro- professional athletes too wouldn't be the. Yeah. But but it, you, how
1: would you have multiple accounts
2: for basically every time you're on the road? Doesn't make any sense. Well, that's that's another. That's exactly a
1: good point because obviously in Especially in baseball, like baseball, like basketball, it's like okay, maybe you touch down in Atlanta if you're the Lakers and you leave that night. But in baseball, you go to Chicago. You're there for three days, four days. Yeah. So um, Netflix said, "Oh, we have some solutions for
2: that, and you could like request a waiver and say you're like you're, you know you call your credit card company <sighs> saying I'm going on vacation. Like you yeah, go I'm to sure Netflix you're gonna do be, that. Like, hey, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm gonna use my Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: um, so these these." Things what were about, not great. <laughs> what about if you're just, yeah, if you're on your phone in another yeah. city? So I guess
2: it's like your phone logs into your home network. So then it recognizes that that device is part of your home network. But it has to check in with your home network every 30 days and or else it'll be kicked off the Netflix pass. And it's just like, this is too complicated. People are like, this is, this is bad and it's going to have bad... Uh, effects that people don't want, so Netflix backed down and said, "Okay, yeah, well, we're not going to do that." Then that was a that was actually just a proposal. Uh, we are just kidding. Um, please go on with your lives, everyone. Um, so I don't know, but they're still going to do something.
0: What does like HBO technology.
2: do, or what does Disney do, or any of the other streaming? None of them have a good thing so far. Um, no, what's interesting is like um, I have an Xbox service, and that is you can only use the service one at a time. So Netflix has that thing where you can have like four streams at once. Hulu is
0: two streams at once. Yeah.
2: So like my Xbox is just like, well, one, like you can log into one Xbox and if you're playing a game and then someone else uses your Xbox account, they can't play any games using it. Um, But that's not going to be an option for Netflix because, you know, they, they don't want you to have to have one account per device or per user. um, If you have like a house, but
0: well, yeah, why not just give you two simultaneous simultaneous streams wherever you are? And um, just leave it at because that. Because then,
2: then people do the like one person lives in Chicago, one person lives in New York, and then they just share a thing and they don't have any other users on it, and they're they're, they're cheating the system that way.
0: So Who gives a shit? Want.
2: Yeah, that's what. Well, they 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 do because it's their money that they want, so that's why they care. Mm. Like I said, I don't blame them for wanting to actually make sales on their product, um, but it's hard to do technologically, and they, they I don't think they—they they have perfected it yet. So,
0: well, good luck to them in figuring that out, I suppose.
2: Yeah, and I, yeah, everyone's going to do it eventually too. I know Disney does have like a better technology that they were going to roll out, but they haven't done it yet. I don't think so. Hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk about Avatar.
2: Yeah, we got some details on Avatar 3. So, Avatar, oh my goodness, 3,
1: did Avatar 2 just finished?
2: It did, but they shot Avatar 2 and 3 at the same time. So, we'll have Avatar 3 out. Um,
1: in where, do two all years. Those, where do all those blue people go when uh, they're not filming? <laughs> they're all cartoons. <laughs>
2: I not if you realize that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're not all the same shade of blue, Tony. That's, oh. That's is that because there's like certain levels of these there's creatures? different types? There's different types in Avatar Two. We were introduced to the the water avatar people, um, mm-hmm. and they were like turquoise colored, like and they were less. I think blue. that's because they're it's because it's like aqua. aquatic. Yes, yes, I know. So in the I third know. one, they have re- released some details. See, you know
1: what I think helps know like colors like that is like remember in grade school and they'd have the packet of like 500 crayons oh, yeah. in one thing, and they were just making up colors at that point. It was like aquatic, like wall, and you're like, okay, what? Seafoam green. Like s- that was my like snail shell. You're yeah. like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> uh, but for Avatar 3, they did confirm they are going to visit the fire people. Ooh. So there'll be there'll some be. sort of fire
0: people. There'll I don't be. know what color
1: they'll be. Probably like a pink violet-ish. I think Is still that to be all blue-ish. these
0: people from the Grammys? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you not
1: see the Grammys? Were they fire people? I maybe? didn't watch the no, They're just like Satan people. Oh, wait, um, I know what you're talking about now. Sam Smith's thing? Yeah, the freakazoids. Yeah, yeah, he uh, did came out with some satanic. And Madonna thing. looks it was like, like some BDSM stuff.
0: Madonna looks like yeah. the troll from Saw. <laughs> the troll from Saw. Okay, the, he's not the a the troll, puppet? Sean. <laughs> what just
1: what? Some respect yeah. to the movie <laughs> Saw, man? It's a nice looking puppet. Uh, that is a good bunch, looking puppet. I've actually uh, debated being in for Halloween, <laughs> yeah. but now maybe not anymore.
0: <laughs> well, just take a look at Madonna, and you'll don't see what be I mean. Shit, like one hundred twenty years old. Um,
2: fire people, huh? Yeah, so that's uh, that's exciting. I think we knew we were gonna get there. We're gonna get to like <laughs> subterranean people, um, maybe some magic users. I some don't know some mole people. Yeah, definitely, because they just have to use the entire earth. Because um, I mean, the original people were forest people, and yeah. we just thought they were though. That's what all the people look like, but no. But then we learned there's people in Fiji. Yeah, and they got they got fins and shit. Yeah, I think they have longer tails too. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, they're better swimmers. They're basically a kangaroo. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> are kangaroos good swimmers. I think they are. Yeah. I don't think they're desert animals. They call water them dogs, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. How do they come about? They're like rat and dogs mated? Marsupials. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Pretty weird. All right. Uh, and what? when is that? Is that still slated for next year? 2024, December. 2024. Yeah. Wow. So way out there into next year, but still... A lot less time is, uh, passing before w- these new ones coming out now. So you'll get your fix. All right. We have a new EGOT in the house, Viola Davis.
2: Yeah. So Viola Davis, uh, was, uh, maybe a, a snub at the Oscars this year. Uh, some people thought she'd be nominated for the woman King, which was one of my favorite movies of the, of last year. And she was great in it. Um, but she got a little prize here instead. She, uh, ended up winning the EGOT, which, uh, is the four major awards? So she's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony now. So she did, yes. very good, very good. Uh, she, she's, I think she's won an Oscar twice, or maybe just been nominated twice. She won for Fences a few a few years back. She's she's one of the greatest actresses out there, and she even uh, appeared in Black Adam recently. So she, you know, does doesn't just do uh, prestige movies. She even you know does a movie with the Rock. Um, that was just a cameo, though. Um, but yeah, she won a Grammy for the audiobook of her memoir, which is, uh, that's, how you, that's how you do it. If you look at all the, uh, the EGOT winners, it's about 90% composers, which makes sense. They compose music for TV programs and for music albums and for movies and for musicals. That makes the most sense. If you're an actor, how are you going to do that? Um, maybe you have like one of those, um, I think John Legend won because it's like, oh, that guy acts, but he also does music. Uh, But Viola Davis, she didn't have to do any music to get this uh, award here. She just narrated her book, and I feel like that's why she won. Now I don't care about the Grammys, and I'm not going to complain about who should have won or anything. But it sure seems like they're like, well, she wins this one, she'll get this prestigious, uh, you know, title. So let's just give it to her. You know, I don't know. if she, Maybe it is the best performance reading a book ever. And it really is deserving. I have not uh, taken the chance on it. But um, yeah, still, congratulations. It's a great, great honor. Um, I believe she won an Oscar and a Tony for the same role, which is pretty
1: cool. Oh, Wow. Very good. You was, know, Kramer uh, won a Tony. <laughs> Did he? I actually just watched a good episode of Seinfeld last night. It's such a great show.
0: He saw the sunrise at Liza's
1: what that's what (laughs) that's what he wanted tony for
0: no and and they're like Manelli, and he's like no (laughs) that's good stuff i think he got i think seinfeld and i don't even think that comes up in the thing but yeah a tony sure does yeah well hats off kudos to her and uh, i still have not seen the woman king is that going to be streaming anywhere soon it'll probably
2: be on netflix but you'll have to have your own account for it (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah we we do not
0: All right, tell us about I Know What You Did last summer, Andy. Uh, they're
2: going to make another one, probably. Ooh,
1: is this going to be number, like, four?
2: Uh, I think so. I think number three was, like, a straight-to-DVD one that didn't <laughs> really count. Um, but with the success of the Scream revival, uh, I think it's Sony, was, like, we want to get involved. Um, and there was a pitch from a director, uh, Jennifer Caton Robinson, uh, that they liked. And um, she directed a movie that was on Netflix last year called Do Revenge. Um, I watched it. I did not talk about it. It was during the time when I watched like a ton of movies towards the end of the year. Um, It was pretty good. It's definitely a movie for like teenage girls. It's a high school movie, but it was – I thought it was interesting and good. It it was the first time I ever saw um, Maya Hawke. I know she's in um, Stranger Things, but it was interesting seeing her because it's like, oh, I could see how she's like Ethan Hawke in this scene, and I could see how she's like Uma Thurman in this scene. This is interesting. Um, But anyways – that uh, that director is the person who's attached to this project, and it is supposed to be bringing back the original cast. Um, I don't think they mean Sarah Michelle Gellar because she did die in the first movie, but that does mean um, her husband, Freddie Prince Jr. He's available. He's not. Is in that her husband things. in real
1: life? Yeah. Oh shit! That's funny how a lot of these like couples and, uh, yeah, work out.
2: Jennifer Love Hewitt. So that's what's funny is yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt's going to be in it, right? Yeah, they were not the couple um, in the movie. And and I know we did last summer. It was very pretty. Jennifer
1: love Hewitt come back in something recently when she was like played an old, like herself, like as an older person. (laughs) No, she's an older
2: person. I don't know.
1: Oh no. I'm thinking of the girl from scream. Who's that?
2: Nev Campbell.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Nev Campbell. Yeah.
2: But, uh, what what was interesting? One of the reasons I watched this, uh, do revenge movie was that it was the first movie role for Sarah Michelle Gellar in like 20 years. So she's since
1: Scooby-Doo or I Buffy, think Buffy so. the Vampire I think,
2: Slayer. Well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a TV show. Okay. That's true. So she still did a little TV after that.
1: Um, but I don't think she had done a movie since Scooby-Doo too. Really? Um, yeah. Which she, said, you know, what's so funny is like, you could tell in the cartoons, Freddie, uh, Fred and uh, Daphne, they were right. all about each other, but then it's kind of funny to think that Fred and Daphne in the, live action was Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller and they ended up getting married. So I think maybe, they were already
2: together before the movie
1: Well yeah. maybe there's <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know whatever happened at the end of the Those people have been in like
2: they went they were in like nine movies together back in those days. Remember
1: that? Yeah I do, yeah. but I can't remember the movies. I don't know either. But she's I know all you that. did last summer though was one of them. They were yeah. together. Yeah. She's all that was she and all that?
2: No, but Matthew Lillard was in there and he was also in scooby doo He was also on screen. Sure, yeah. See they're all they're all connected. <laughs> What a, what a time to be alive, the late and 90s. And Summer
1: Catch. That just, was the one they did together.
2: Yeah. Freddie yeah.
1: Prince and uh, Matthew Lillard. We just
2: all listened to Smash Mouth at all times. Just a nice time. It's a good
1: stuff. That was a nice time to be alive. I'm glad that I did get to live that time. As it was a nice, simple was. time. Yeah. It was a simple time. It really was. Simple plan. I feel bad for anybody that's not going to ever get to experience that. Yeah. Which is everybody from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> poor people.
0: Those Jurassic poor Park people. was just like a new movie. Yeah wonderful still is for some people yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true so All they right. did
2: uh they did already do a reboot of night i know what you did last summer on amazon a series yeah, last i year thought there
0: was a tv show but i did
2: i did watch it was basically the, a similar premise but not you know not the same characters and everything uh the show was okay you know i think it was a good first episode but probably not the best you know it was gen z people you know those gen z kids doing their tiktoks and stuff and they put it oh. on tv you know that's what happens
0: yeah, I just like the original. I wasn't gonna bother uh, muddying the waters of a probably not even that yeah. good of a movie. Now I, I don't know. I haven't no, seen that. No, that's, in easily eighteen years. No, it was
2: it was clearly like okay, screams popular. Let's just do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's like oh, we'll be in uh, you know where they filmed the Goonies, and they'll hit a guy with a hook hand, and
2: yeah. Can- I mean, the story behind that is crazy. The there was a book, and the book like took place in like Colorado. And the writer of the movie, which was Kevin Williamson, who's the writer of Scream and Sick, uh, he's just like, I'm from uh, the beach in North Carolina, so I'm just going to make the movie here so I can just stay at home. And they're like, yeah, cool, whatever. You wrote Scream, so we'll do what you want. Yeah. I didn't
0: know it was back <laughs> east. I thought it was in like Portland
2: area or Seattle. No, it's. I think it's North Carolina. Interesting. Because that's why like um, Dawson's Creek's also like on the beach there because it's just like, hey, that's where I'm from.
0: I yeah. have not seen that.
2: You know what it is though.
0: I know what it is, yeah. but I've I i did not see it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of old stuff, King of the Hill. Yeah,
2: so this has actually been in the works for a while, but they're they're bringing it back on Hulu. Um which they already they're bringing back Futurama as well. Uh, that's wow. already like further along in the works, so they're just like what was the Fox lineup, you know? Let's just keep doing it, you know. So when you the Simpsons get back the canceled, I'm
1: still have to bring Simpsons will never get canceled. <laughs> yeah they'll stop Uh, when they're ready to stop and then they'll come right back
2: (laughs) but yeah they got they got the the cast back mike judge is excited to do it um mike judge is just reliving his past because he's also doing new episodes of beavis and butted at
1: the same time which is like i never watched beavis and Butthead. i never got into that the show is when did that come out before simpsons no it couldn't have no simpsons was 89 it was probably like 92 or something
2: yeah i mean it was never the show was it was not really a show it was like small little segments and then it was them watching music videos so it was like, mostly a show to show music videos. Which, okay. So it was like them commenting. It was like, remember pop-up video? It's kind of like that where it's like, okay. but instead of little facts coming up, it's cartoon guys.
1: Okay. That makes fun more of music sense. Videos. Yeah. They're just cool, popular cartoon guys. Yeah.
2: And then they made like a movie and shit. So, uh, but yeah, King of the Hill, that was a very long running show. I think that came out in like 96 or something. Went for almost 20 years. Uh, they're 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 coming back. So, and now that Justin Roiland's gone, we got to get more cartoons. Other cartoon creators got to step up.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about a trailer for uh, Covenant.
2: Yeah. So what's interesting about this trailer? It's a uh, Guy Ritchie's next movie, The Covenant, Ooh. starring Jake Joan Hall, um as a a veteran, I think Afghanistan, and like his gets his life saved and he's sent back home, but he's like, I got to go back out there and save this guy that helped me, who was from Afghanistan, because now he's going to be wanted, you know, anyone that helped the Americans ends up being like a target. Um, so he has to go back, um, which yeah, sounds all right. It doesn't seem that Guy Ritchie like from the trailer. Uh, but I think what's interesting is that uh, Guy Ritchie made a movie that was supposed to come out last year and it got permanently delayed basically. Um, no one really knows for sure why there was a rumor that is this Aladdin two. No, it's, <laughs> it was called uh, operation fortune with Jason Statham and, and, Aubrey Plaza and Hugh Grant. I mean, the trailer looked, looked fun. Um, but I think the rumor was that the, the bad guys in the movie are Ukrainians and the movie is supposed to come out in March. And they're like, we can't fucking do this. People will kill us. Sean Penn will fucking. Yeah, he probably. Rocket would. Or something. Nuts. Um, but the movie did come out in Europe. Like, a few weeks ago uh still no release date in america so it's funny this his next movie might actually end up getting released before the last movie he made so i don't know i really want to see that last one it's good cast too yeah josh
0: hartnett hugh grant back yeah
2: yeah i mean i'll watch i'll watch both of these but um yeah i think it's funny the the guy's working a lot
0: yeah why is he doing aladdin 2 I wasn't kidding about will, that.
2: Because Will Smith uh,
0: will do anything right now. He's desperate. But is Bulletproof Tony going to be in this? <laughs> like, what the Excuse fuck? Excuse me? <laughs> why is Guy Ritchie doing it? It doesn't make any sense. He did Aladdin 1.
2: Did he? Yeah. Why did he do Aladdin 1? It was one of the weirdest things. I didn't like, know that either. Yeah. And there's like nothing that you'd think is him in there. It's just a mm. fucking straight up remake. Like line That's for just line. a
0: cash payment, right? It had
2: to be. It'd be like, hey, you know how to like, work the cameras and Does hire have people. have
0: grandkids by now or something? I, I mean, always was, think those kind of co- things come into consideration. Remember, he
2: was married to your uh, troll from Saw, so... <laughs> Wait, what? what? He was married to the He was, little, married, to a puppet? No, he was married to Madonna oh. for like two years.
0: Oh, so. well, no, she w- looked normal up until like yeah. two years ago. Now she just looks like she died already or something. Look for that in the upcoming yeah. news. It's a weekend at Bernie's with her or something. <laughs> All right, um... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into what we've been watching but before we do we have a live read for you and that portion of the pod is brought to you by felicia nicole shop small business and support felicia nicole by uh, shop felicia luxury robes and matching slip dresses fit for comfort and designed for f- versatility feel glamorous at home or dress it up for a night out Throw on a pair of Felicia Nicole earrings to really make a statement. Who doesn't love a little extra sparkle? I know Andy doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Dressing up has never been so comfortable. Shop Felicia Nicole now through Valentine's Day using our promo code for 20% off. Promo code TONY20 for 20% off. That is T-O-N-Y 2-0. 20% off thats tony 2 20 percent off Plus, Shop Felicia Nicole always offers free shipping on all orders of $50 and more. Valentine's Day is just a week away now, guys, so uh, head to shopfelicianicole.com now. That is S-H-O-P-F-E-L-I-C-I-A-N-I-C-O-L-E.com now and plug in promo code TONY20 for 20% off at checkout. All right, Mr. Glamorous Andy, how many things do you have? I got four. I got to add one more to my list here. Oh, last minute addition. Uh, Tony, how about you? Uh, I've got like, uh, we'll just call it three. Very nice. I have half of one. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I was going
1: to say, I technically have like two and a half, but I think I'm going to fill in that other half with a 30 minute episode of Seinfeld.
0: (laughs) Very Nice. Um, I'll get mine out of the way quickly because uh, it's literally I'm halfway through Tar, the one of the movies that's nominated for uh, Best Picture. I think is a Best Picture, Andy. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Is it the favorite to win Best Picture?
1: No,
2: but oh. it was a, my favorite of the second half of the year. I think. So. Uh, there you go.
0: It's uh, it's long, two hours, almost forty minutes. Uh, it is on Peacock, starring Kate Blanchett, and um, it's interesting so far. Um, It really dives into the uh, maestro job. Um, Speaking of Seinfeld, I haven't seen before the show if she leaves her pants on the little valet stand to uh, avoid a crease like the maestro and Seinfeld did. Yeah. Um, Well,
2: she's very detail-oriented, so probably.
0: Yeah. Um, It's got Mark Strong in it for a minute so far and uh, the voice of Alec Baldwin for some reason. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I th- yeah, I think I'm about maybe halfway through, hour and a half, something like that. Um, I do intend to watch the rest of it, but just in case it falls off of my radar, I might as well get it out of the way uh, now what I have seen. And uh, yeah, it was it's interesting so far, to say the least. Tar. All right. <laughs>
2: you want me to do one here?
0: Take it away.
2: Yeah, I'm going to... Uh... I'm gonna go with Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Oh, wow. So uh, I think it's important to give some context for Jeepers Creepers. Uh, they made a movie, Jeepers Creepers, in like 2001 or something. Scared me um, out of the theater. I think it's an excellent yeah, horror I've movie. Yeah, I've
1: never seen that one. I think it's an movie. Which I'm surprised because the, I, I like my horror movies. With Justin Long, good. Full like, disclosure.
0: Mystery. I snuck into that with my sister's boyfriend after we saw another movie. I was, you know, 11-year-old kid or yeah. something like that. So Does your
1: sister know you were hanging out with her boyfriend? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was already nervous we were going to get, you know, busted. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty scary. That van with the horn, they figured it yeah. out.
2: Yeah, and, and it, you don't know what's going on. So it's like, is it just a serial killer or whatever? It's, it's
0: Yeah, and then they turned it into like unique. a comedy
2: then you then you know what it when you know what it is it loses a little bit of its thing um but it's important leprechaun
0: has grown
2: (laughs) it's important the context uh the writer director of that movie um is a convicted pedophile and he wasn't like convicted after the fact it's a roman polanski movie he made he was convicted uh in like 1990 and went to jail for multiple years and when he came out hollywood's like all right ready to get back to work <laughs> come on um and he made a couple of movies including *Cheaper's creepers and edit sequel um and then he went away for a long time because i think people have the internet now they're like this is weird um like i mean he got he he was convicted he he molested a child actor on the set of a movie he was directing like it's like fucking horrible like how could you ever let that guy oh. do anything again just for safety reasons he kind of um, looks like newman <laughs> okay this is the seinfeld po- uh pot, so. yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but after he made Jeepers Creepers 2, I don't know if he did anything else, but he did come back and make Jeepers Creepers 3 um, a few years ago, not with any like studio backing. And I never saw it, but I've heard it's, you know, terrible and not worth even checking out. Um, but then this last year, they must have got the rights from him somehow. And they made a, a reboot, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. And um, I think they spent all their money on the rights because like, this movie costs like five dollars. Um, it's it's just horrible and just depressing. Like that, people still make movies like this. I mean, it, it's just like a child made the film. Like it's like <laughs> the effects. There's there's a scene with a weather vein where it gets thrown, and it looks like fucking Nintendo sixty four graphics. Like in the middle of this movie, like what? what how could you think that was good? Um, but it, the premise is like you can't even tell. It's like the Jeepers Creepers movies were actually just movies in the universe, but guy is still real um but people don't believe it or something and some you know like teenagers go to a, a horror convention and they end up winning in a contest um they get to go to a, a escape room you know escape rooms that are so popular mm-hmm. and it's a escape room themed with the jeepers creepers dude um and they go to this mansion and of course it's actually just a setup and they're actually just trapping them in there so that the Jeepers Creeper's dude can try to like pick them off one by one. Um, and the reason they have that set up is because they can just rent a dilapidated mansion and set the entire movie in there and you know, not spend much money. Um, but this is on this is on Hulu when I saw it on there, I was like, I gotta I gotta see what this is just to just to inform people. And I think I'm doing my job and inform <laughs> people. I'm like, no, there's nothing worth looking into in this. I feel bad for everyone who made this movie. Um, it's it's bad. I mean the, the the jeepers creepers guy it looks terrible it's just a terrible
0: job All he around. looks like a midget with a weird <laughs> face or something it's, it doesn't it doesn't the look a little right. image i'm looking at he's like hunched yeah. over a body or something yeah. and
2: I, they didn't get like the rights to the song they kept like referencing it and they're like well but we can't play it because we're cheap
0: <laughs> or yeah. it looks like he's hovered over to bo- a boar a pig
2: yeah maybe yeah, I'll skip this one. <laughs> but the first one's still worth watching way back when, even though the guy was a pedophile. I don't think there's any pedophile shit going on with Justin Long. I think he was of age at that point, so the director wasn't interested anymore. Did they get it on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I'm of age. You want the main character role? You know I do. Well, let's see why they call you Justin Long.
0: <laughs> I got pretty freaked out about the time he falls in that tunnel. Oh, yeah. And there's like a half dead guy down there. And, uh yeah that got to uh you know a a child version of myself yeah i mean it's it's scary plus i was obviously waiting for the usher to come up and say excuse me can i see your stub please (laughs) and i don't mean the director asking me that (laughs) yeah all right well i'll i'll take one out then all right
1: so well I'll, i'll knock out the ones that are like really quickly so like i uh Sean, I attempted, well, the other night, I turned it on when it was a little bit late at night, so I was only going to be up for another like 45 minutes, but I uh, I threw on the show you talked about last week, you people, and oh I can boy, definitely tell why you didn't like it.
0: <laughs> it was awful.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like I said, I only got through a half hour, but it was more so just so I can like get a little taste so I can see what you were talking about, and I don't need to finish it.
2: I have a story about this movie that I read an article okay. about, so I, I don't know the whole context behind it. But I feel like um, it's pretty shitty to Jonah Hill. Uh, At the end of the movie, like they do get married and they have a kiss at their wedding. Mm -hmm. That kiss didn't happen. It was edited. Um, They just had the they just moved the actors into
0: each other because he was so disgusting to her. She
2: refused refused to kiss him. Oh, wow. uh, For for real on the set. Wow. (laughs) Wait, did they not kiss during the movie? No. so this, What I heard is like, oh, they're, they have terrible chemistry for this movie.
0: You don't believe at all that these are two people in love um, <laughs> at the end. Well, she's kind of like a no-name actress, right? She was an entourage for one episode. They, they showed she was she in- She was in another movie, right? What was it? She was
2: it? in the uh, the Michael B. Jordan Without Remorse movie. Yeah. I bet she kissed Michael she B. Kissed Jordan. Him. Yeah, I
0: was to say. Well, there's a lot of girls out there that would- She dies really quickly in that movie too, right? Isn't yeah. that what sets the whole thing off? Of yeah,
2: in, Without remorse. That's that's why he had no remorse for her and death. I don't
0: know. To be fair, I mean he is he looks grosser than he has ever looked in this yeah, movie. He, he really does look like
1: a, like an extra large like pizza or something,
0: <laughs> like an, a a non showered beach bum.
1: Well, anyway, yeah, I didn't I, finish. I, I didn't want uh, to be mean to the guy. <laughs> but it's well, all right. Th- you can it's be not like him. he's got millions of dollars.
0: And this isn't based on a true story. It's not like, no, 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 no. You have to look like the guy we're talking about. Like you could have looked whatever the fuck you well, wanted. Jonah to
1: look Hill like. in like the history of movies that I've seen with him is like, I've never seen someone fluctuate weight more. Crush like he went from like pretty skinny. And, um, uh, what movie was he pretty skinny in? Was it Wolf of Wall Street? No, was it? No, no. He, cause he was, skinny and something he then got, like, or skinny, least, but i don't know if he was ever in movies well like he was like decent shape like, skinny and something Jump
2: Street, he was better
1: yeah yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, what that i sure and then all of a sudden he's in like, war dogs where he's like yeah, war dogs oh, yeah. and
0: accepted are like his head well, accepted
1: was at least early on though war that dogs, was both, he looks like penguin or something. accepted was yeah. like before super bad wasn't it yeah 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 so i mean that was when he was at the bulk of his like fatness and then he, I mean, he was just a kid there but then you know it was like he got in decent shape for the 22, 21 jump streets. And then all of a sudden war dogs comes out and then it's, you know, he's just stuck with that like big, like greasy role. But, uh, anyway, I was just saying, I just, I, you know, didn't finish it, only watched a half hour, not interested in finishing it.
2: There, there's a documentary about how he's like totally depressed about his life and everything.
1: So. Yeah. That, that actually, I think if I actually wanted to see that one actually looks pretty good. Cause I mean, I went through my fair share of like big, big time anxiety with like panic attacks and shit like that. And that stuff is no fun. You do get trapped into a, a scary place at times, but, uh, and I, that happens a lot to these uh, actors and I'm not surprised to be honest. It's a, it's a kind of a shitty lifestyle if you, if you allow it to be. And, uh, I think it's, you know, it's definitely not easy, but, uh, so then the, uh, other thing I wa- or I watched two other things. I'll go into another one here was, a. Uh, and I actually forgotten I watched this when I was writing this down. So I remembered, but I actually, my roommate and I, I actually watched the, that Pamela Anderson documentary, which I thought was, you know, pretty cool in the way, because obviously she's still to this day, I think scarred from a, or I know she is scarred from that video still. And it's kind of crazy. Cause she just lives. I mean, she was living up with her, uh, like living with her mom in her hometown is like where she basically lives now. And, uh, you know, she was married to another guy, like a, just a normal dude, and then they divorced after a year. And I didn't realize like she was married so many times, but she just says things in her own words. And obviously, I guess Hulu didn't need permission from her to shoot that uh, that uh, that show. And I'm wondering if the reason being is because the video technically doesn't belong to her now. I guess the rights. So I think like they didn't need, because the video, the movie was more so, the show is more so based off of the, the video than it was, I guess. I mean, it was based off her, but I mean, the video was the main point and I'm guessing just because the video doesn't belong to her technically that they're, they didn't need permission, but she said, you know, she first, you know, you know, when she first saw it, you know, she called up Tommy and was like, you know, have you seen this? How does it make you feel? And he basically said, he told her straight up. He's like, Hey, it is what it is. He's like, just basically told her, don't let it, bother you as much as it bothered you the first time this happened like you know like just move on and I guess like they even interviewed him about it and he even says like oh whatever it's cool it doesn't matter like you know he's living a good life his wife is pretty fucking hot so I mean he's doing great but she's still uh, she is doing great and you know Motley Crue still plays I think don't they I think so. so I mean he's living a great life and she's depressed up there but no she actually made a little bit of a comeback she was actually on Broadway last year in the movie for the uh, play Chicago or whatever. Yeah. So she kind of made a little bit of a little comeback, but I think she's, uh, I don't, you know, she's, um, I think she's, she's definitely still struggles with like all that stuff. And it's kind of crazy. And I think like she even realizes deep down that, like, I think she is still in love with, this is just what I've gauged off of. Like, you know, this is her in the document. This is her own stuff. And I think she's still in love with, uh, Tommy Lee, but, uh, I think like she just knows she couldn't be with him, but then I think it's made it even more difficult for her to find love again. and then. I think she's still haunted by uh, how life went in the past with that video and everything, and it's it's a it's kind of crazy to think, you know. But you know, it is yeah. what it is. But it was it was it was actually pretty decent. I mean, it was an hour and a half. Obviously, you know, you know, I was one of those kids that I'm guilty to say when I was in middle school, I had a Pamela Anderson poster in my on my wall. You know, like
2: well, that's fine.
1: No, I know. I'm no, no, that no I'm sounds, saying like yeah. that's standard. Like I'm yeah. not saying I'm guilty. Like her, like she wanted that. I mean, yeah. she's that's what she did. She proudly did Playboy. She proudly did all that stuff. But that was the other thing is I think she wanted to like, it's funny. Cause you'll see her on the clips and throughout the documentary on like the tonight show. Like she was on the Jay Leno show multiple times. Conan first thing they would always talk about was like straight at her tits and stuff. And it's like, if that was today. It's like, you just, you yeah, couldn't, that was,
2: that was in the show. How Jay Leno was just fucking obsessed with
1: it. Oh yeah. Right. And so, but the crazy thing fun fact is her tits were actually not as big as Jay Leno's chin, but no. So there was uh it was a pretty good documentary though. I enjoyed it, but, um, so I got one more, but I'll, I guess I'll, I'll wait. I'll let you take out another. All right. How many more do you have?
2: I got I got three more. Right, I'll take out a couple here. But I'm just going to quickly talk about The The Last of Us. Um, there's four episodes that have been aired already. Um, episode three was got all sorts of acclaim. Um, and I was wondering where the, the show would go and how it would be different from the video game. Episode three is where it gets really different. And it basically gives, gives this entire backstory with these characters that only one of them is even in the game um and it was wonderfully done uh murray bartlett of white lotus and nick offerman ron swanson himself just this gay love story in the middle of of a zombie pandemic <laughs> or apocalypse and it was just wonderfully done just this little kind of like breaking up the story um it was interesting that they that's what they decided to do um but also episode 4 i was interested to see how that would uh Diverge from from the game, and that kind of got back on path. And uh, I think they did a really good job of recreating the video game, but also like why it's special is just the relationship between the the two characters. And I think it finally showed in episode four. So um, it's already like halfway over. I don't know how they're gonna um, finish the story out, at least the, the story of the first game. But they only have five episodes to do it. But uh, this has been a huge hit. It was already it was renewed for season two after like one episode, but uh, I think this is definitely another big hit for HBO. So they, it's not that they don't miss, but they they rarely do, you know. And they know they know which ones are going to be big hits before they let this one like all alone. They didn't run this against any other big show. So um, and also they're not even, they're going to. Uh, Premiere it on a Friday this week, so you uh, don't have to worry about the Super Bowl. Oh, that's smart. It's, that's smart. Uh... It's really nice of them. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna do one, one more here. Uh, Born Legacy. Uh, we 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 discussed this off air that I, I I bought the Jason Bourne collection. I'd never seen the Born Legacy, so this is the one without Matt Damon. Uh, Jerry Renner is the main character. Um, there's a lot of people in this. That like I wouldn't know like Oscar Isaac's in this before like well before Star Wars or anything. Um, Edward Norton as the government guy in this one. Uh, Corey Stoll, which is like probably just when um, House of Cards first started. He's been in a lot of things since then. It's like oh okay, he's these people that you know we know better now. Um, but this is a very hit or miss movie. There's some really good moments. The the parts with Oscar Isaac are, are neat in um, some. Decent action scenes, uh, but one of the weird things about this movie is it takes place uh, in parallel with the last uh, Born movie, or not the last one, but the the third one. Born I don't know Born Ultimatum is the third one, um, which that one takes place like six weeks after the second movie. So if you're like trying to do the math of like when this is supposed to take place, um, the second Born movie came out in 2004. So if the third one it takes place six weeks after the second one, you're still in 2004. So then this movie that came out in 2012 is supposed to also be in 2004. Yet it's definitely not, there's no consistency there. So it kind of threw me off. Um, And I didn't really like where they kind of like retcon stuff that happened in the third movie. Um, Because yeah, the premise is essentially after the government agency realizes that Jason Bourne might, you know, get away with this and expose them. They decide to basically kill off all the agents that are in their program. Uh, but Jeremy Renner gets away. You know, he always gets away. Even <laughs> when Rogue Snowplows are coming after him. He, That's why we um, love him.
0: Oh, Andy. Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, that was, it was fun to see him because he is, he is really good. And this was before he was super big, but I mean, he had done the town already, but he was not like, I'm probably same years of Enders, but I think he's a bigger name now.
1: And that was the Bond Ray legacy.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Don't don't worry about it.
1: Uh, just to say that, uh, Andy's got a big in. a big TV in his room that has his Excel. And it's most of the time there is that or sometimes occasionally there's a spelling error that as always makes it like actually a lot more funny than it is. Because earlier, just going to give a little story here earlier, he meant to say traded deadline on a uh, basketball one and he forgot the T. So it said raid deadline. So I, of course, made a joke saying if this was something for the ants, like they knew that, hey, the raid deadline was coming soon. They weren't going to get us after the raid deadline. There was going to be no more raid on these ants. Spelled differently, I know, but still funny nonetheless. Well, I guess I'll get into my... I have one more note before that. One more note, I'm Uh, sorry.
2: A waste of Edward Norton. He's trying to do stuff here, and he's just not got a big enough role. But he has a line in this movie that's just wonderful where he... You know, whenever these government guys get mad and they yell at each other and stuff, that's always the thing. You know, like FBI people and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And he yells at the guy, "I need a crisis suite." I'm like, okay, what is what is a crisis suite? <laughs> uh, is, that, is that something I'm supposed to know about? And he just needs he just needs a room where he can manage the crisis with all kinds of computers and shit. You know, you need you need nine nerds typing at the sh- thing. So then you go, get me the satellite feed in in the Philippines right now. Um, it's just like that's good stuff.
1: That is good stuff. Yeah. Well, the last thing I watched was, uh, so it was Sunday night. I was by myself and I was uh, looking on, I was on Peacock. I don't really go on Peacock too often, but as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I, you know, I thank Carter for that. So the first thing was, is again, it was the same situation. We have some, someone's Peacock. I have no idea who that is, but somebody that rented the Airbnb. But I noticed this person doesn't have Peacock Prime. So I was like, well, let me switch remotes here. Let me go to the regular TV. And log into Carter's Peacock Prime or Carter's Peacock, which sounds weird to say in a sense. I never thought I would say that in my life, (laughs) but here we are. And as I log in, sure enough, of course, Carter, you know, family man, good job as a firefighter. He does have Peacock Prime. So I looked at the trailer of Sick and I was like, I was like, sounds familiar. I think Andy watched this, but I was like, I looked at the trailer and I'm like, you know what? This seems like a good thriller. And it was, I thought like, so the the thing I I enjoyed about it at the very beginning was that it really threw you back to how life was at that moment. Cause it even says at the beginning, like April, like whatever, 2020. And I was like, fuck, this really was what it was like in April, 2020. You're in the grocery store. People really don't even know how to look at people anymore. They show He's in line and they show a girl cough and he like looks, everybody's looking at her like, you know, like, Oh my God. And it's just like one of those things. Then when he goes outside he takes off his mask in the parking lot and acts, he's looking at his phone. So he bumps into somebody and then the guy's like, Hey man, watch it. And then he's like, where's your fucking mask? And it's like, that really was just how it was. So it was like kind of like crazy thing. Cause that was three years ago. This literally April, 2020 was almost three years ago. And so it's just, you know, it really threw you back a little bit. And then if, you know, it makes you think about how life was at that time and where you were at and what you were going through. And it's just kind of like, wow. So I thought that whole thing, I thought it started off as a pretty decent thriller, Like, you know, the guy goes into his room, you could tell like somebody's in there, like the TV turns on, like the doors open and it it was a good thriller. And then, you know, then it fast forwards, like, you know, again, Andy, I know talked about this last week that, you know, the girls go to the lake house and then it is kind of that creepy stuff where like they get a text and the guys just like jump in the water. It's warm. And they're kind of like, well, that's fucking weird. And then it's, you know, all this stuff. But then, so then it all, you know, keeps going. And then finally, you know, the, the people get revealed and Then that's when it lost me. That's when I was kind of like, ugh. Like, I mean, I understood the concept about how, like, spoilers, by the way. I'm going to get into it right now because I don't, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched this movie, you're probably not going to watch it. But it just got to the point where it was like, then there, you know, of course it went to the whole COVID thing where I kind of can get the story. Like, I want to, like, believe in the story and be like how, like, you know, the whole reason they went after her was because they showed her the viral video of her at a party, like, during COVID. And I know it was based off of I remember when those kids in Alabama or whatever had a COVID party when they all just got together in the middle of it and just like everybody's partying. And I know that went viral and pissed a lot of people off. So I think this was kind of based off of that where like, she's at a party and it's online, her making out with some guy that got posted. And then sure enough, she was an asymptomatic person and she had COVID, but didn't realize it, which is something I can relate to. And she gave it to this guy and then he ended up getting really sick from it and died in the hospital. So that it was her parents that or his parents that were after her and like seeking revenge and wanted to like, you know, take her out and her friends out or whatever the fuck. And it's like, that's when I just kind of like lost it a little bit. I was like, Oh, but it was a good thriller. I felt like up until like overall as a thriller, I thought it was pretty good. But then just like the, the story, I don't think I really, I just couldn't get behind. I was never really big on COVID. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it was supposed to be kind of like a
2: satire in that they were killers, but they were also, like, freaking out about COVID, which is yeah. like, supposed to be funny. Of, like, hey, you're going to murder someone. Why are you worried about, like, them wearing a mask? Like, are you serious?
1: Well, exactly. And, like, that's why it is just – I didn't even think about that point. But, yeah, no, you're right. That makes it even, like, worse. But, yeah, I thought – I mean, I, I was fine with that. And, and that was –
2: very late reveal. It wasn't much. It was, yeah. Left. I mean, it was like. Um, when
1: but, did that movie come out? Twenty twenty-two or twenty-three? Twenty-two. Obviously, we're 20. barely in twenty-three. That, no that like
2: movie. It, it came out this came out this month. It came oh, out like so it was twenty-three. Ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. It came out like three weeks ago or something. But I think no, that's filmed. what I'm saying.
1: I don't. I don't like hate the storyline completely. I just am like, uh, but I just thought I,
2: the, the the setup took too long. Whereas, like, if this was just like a like,
1: a, I mean, it was only an hour twenty. 30. I know, but if
2: it was forty minutes, like it was like a well, an hour long TV show, like yeah, forty minutes or something. But then
1: they couldn't have been as a, like scary, I feel like it was intense. Oh yeah,
2: definitely. But it's just like there wasn't enough story here for even an hour twenty to me.
1: Yeah, um, but it was also just like, and then of course things are realistic. Like realistically, would that girl survived that fall. Possibly, not definitely not getting possibly. up though. Yeah. Getting up though, I don't know about I don't that. Think so. And then I don't know. And then it got weird too when it was the fact that then you found out there was two of them.
2: Well, I like that. I, so I thought what it was going to be when when there was the two of them was, was going to be was, like
1: he dressed up the other guy
2: know that like oh. the murderers were viral or something <laughs> like you infect other people by murdering them or something oh. and then they become a murderer and i was like oh that'd be cool like it's like a real virus you know
1: okay Let's that's what i thought movie was, was going you, you should have pitched like, that and <laughs> they
2: might have bought into that like you you murder someone but then they just come back as also a murderer okay <laughs> so you just keep it multiplying murderers they might they might have bought into that and yeah. you might have had something there which would be a good metaphor for uh, the virus you know but, I'll, I'll start writing. I'll pitch it to Hulu. <laughs> got to get competitors. All right. Well, I guess I have my last one here, right?
1: Yeah, I think you got one last All right.
2: one. Well, speaking of masters of horror here, uh, I did watch M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Knock at the Cabin. Oh, uh, this is... Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you know what this movie is. It kind of gives, gives you what the movie's going to be pre- pretty well. Uh, but Dave Batista. Uh, and a group of others um, essentially invade a, a cabin. Is Dave
1: Bautista in- the guy in the trailer that has the glasses, and the bald head?
2: Yeah, he's a big guy, the Okay, guy. okay. Yeah, he's great. Um, he he's, looks like a good actor. He he's seems to, he's good the best, in best that part seat. of this movie. He's, he's, yeah. he's really great. It's funny that he, he was a wrestler and he's become this good. Um, but they, yeah, talent, they, in- they invade this cabin uh, where there's a uh, a gay couple and their their daughter that are staying there. Um, they just got there. And basically, he tells them that they need to sacrifice one of their members of their family. So so of the three people to save the world or else like the world will end. There will be an apocalypse. Um, and yeah, the movie, <laughs> that's that's how the movie goes. And they have to convince these people that, yes, we are, you might think we're crazy religious people. But no, we have seen the end of the world and you must do this. Um, but you think on the other side of it, if four people came in and said that to you, would you ever believe them? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Would you, could you possibly ever make that sacrifice based on, you know, blind faith like that? So, um, it's very interesting and, and and intense and thrilling. Well, let me
1: tell you something about that though, really quick. Let's say that situation did happen and it was, they met, they came across another group of nutty religious freaks and they did kill, let's say their, you know, the C student daughter or something and then nothing happened they would be convinced but let me tell you something they don't kill that daughter nothing probably still happens but they would never know so then they go along thinking they still believe in, in their whatever they're believing yeah that's my opinion that's not
2: how the movie go- plays out but okay no
1: i know that uh, but i'm saying no i'm saying yeah, no, this was not a
2: movie there's the it's based on a book and the book i guess is actually more close to what you're saying right there very good um, <laughs> but yeah it is you know, M Night Shyamalan's good. He's he's. Uh, I have always been an M Night fan. He he knows how to make movies. One of the big criticism is like dialogue is weird in his movies. People don't act normal. Um, but with this movie, yeah, they're not acting normal because they're people that are convinced of something terrible. Um, so it's not that out of place. Um, there's also another wonderful cameo from him. He always he's in every one of his movies. Um, I thought this one was really delightful, very very humorous, uh, good good tension cutting. Um, in that part there. But, but yeah, I think Dave Batista's is a star in this movie. He's just, he's just awesome. He's this huge, massive person, but his character is so like gentle and calm and kind, despite the fact that he is telling these people that they need to kill one of themselves to save the world. It's just, it's just a great performance. Um, and also one of the um, other invaders is uh, Ron Weasley. Oh, very good. Haven't Which seen him a in a while. He's not, he's not too many things. It's like, Hey, there he is, you know, I wonder if that's like intentional to get people like thinking, "Hey, is that he's a good guy?" Because he's
1: Harry Potter's Ron, best friend. Ron. Know. Ron Weasley. <laughs> do you ever see that thing? I don't oh, think it's that's pretty funny.
2: Uh, but yeah, that's that's in uh, theaters now. You can check it out. I would before. like to see
1: wait. So you saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. When, do you know be, where it's going to go to?
2: It'll probably be on Peacock in four like, months
1: or something. Four months. I feel like maybe like four weeks.
2: I don't know. It's maybe made some money. I mean, um, Eminite was like big on going to Universal quick because, um, and they they've done a good job. Universal has been picking off like great directors, getting to work with them. Um, but I believe, yeah, when he made his big comeback, I believe it was with Blumhouse at first. So, um, and they they are part of Universal now, so they'll go to Peacock. And Peacock's doing a good job. They're getting they're getting all their movies now. Like I saw some other stuff on there. I believe the um the Santa Claus movie the Violent Night was on there. I, it so was on there. I, there's a number of I, things I that are like, watching oh, it. this was in theaters recently. Tar was
1: on there too, I yeah, think.
2: Yeah, Tar. There's, there's a few movies that were like they're pretty new still. And like, oh, okay, that's, that's cool. They're actually getting real stuff now.
1: So. Yeah. No, I know. I hadn't gone to Peacock in a while, so I was actually glad that I, I did because it, it is a lot of good options. And it seems like that's where the movies from the theaters go to.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Universal Pictures. It's okay. like a big, big fucking one. Right. They even had the old logo to start this movie. I was very impressed. Oh, <laughs> Where it's like the, you know, it's what, the globe. What is it's your favorite
1: universe. opening logo?
0: Oh, shit, man.
2: There's one where there's like an arrow that goes through. It's real cool. Not I don't cool. know who does it, but that one's real cool. I've I, I like had a lot of Ridley
0: around. Scott movies? So obviously,
1: you know my favorite movie? probably, right? Blumhouse? Yep, Blumhouse. Obviously, the, the, the girl background. in the corner or whatever, and then there's the chair or whatever but also like you're going back you know it's like you got to love the one with the lion which is what like mg mgm mgm yeah. and then <laughs> the kid that looks like he's not afraid of heights obviously cuz he's fishing the off the moon yeah,
2: the dreamworks kid yeah that's they replaced one. that one with like and
1: then the the chick in the sky what's that columbia paramount pictures. yeah columbia pictures
2: paramount's that. just a mountain
1: okay which
2: uh, so that's just the one was but. climbing the mountain so you know they are they already put out like um super bowl ads online and so I watched one that was um, Sylvester Stallone climbing the Paramount Mountain.
1: To make a comeback in his movie career? Because
2: it's referencing Cliffhanger, but also he's uh, in the, the Tulsa King. Tulsa King. Um, and then it cuts to Lieutenant Dangle from R- Reno 911 wearing his short shorts. And oh, he's like, oh, yeah. it's cold out here. Like,
0: okay,
1: oh. <laughs> It's like the, the boots. Is he the new boot goofing guy? <laughs> he's the new boot know. goofing guy, right? From Reno? Uh, probably. He's the guy who wears the short shorts. Yeah. He's yeah. got his new boots. He's new yeah. boot goofing. <laughs>
2: Um, but, yeah, you can go watch Super Bowl ads before the Super Bowl if you want. But I guess that's a spoiler. No, that's
1: a spoiler. Or, that's yeah. like finding out who wins before the Super I Bowl. Just I just saw an article
2: about it? it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. They have all these ads out, um, including one with Clueless, the movie Clueless. So. I'm not going to tell you, but...
0: You're going to have to wait till the ad yeah. comes out on yeah. the actual TV. So hmm.
2: look out for that one. But they're also, like, extended ones, you know? They're like, well, this ad is actually three 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 and a half the minutes long, but...
0: Director's cut. yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, that's what I was watching was super Bowl hands.
0: Pretty uh, good. But
2: no, knock at the cabin. I'm not Sean long.
0: All right. I might check that out in October. Or so anything else
2: to add? It's not that Halloween themed. It's a little spooky, but I wouldn't say it's a Halloween movie necessarily, but well, we'll,
0: we'll see. Um, All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 310 of the Tony's take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road, Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. See you later.